tapping, tapping to your purpose. Tapping, tapping. They act as if we see no hear no speak no evil. They act as if we see no hear no speak no evil. We tapping into purpose. Raw purpose. Raw purpose. We tapping into purpose. Raw purpose. Yo, 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 what's good, Raw fam? It's your boy, Zay. Yeah, it's your boy, Rashad. And this is the Raw Purpose Podcast. Yes, Raw Purpose Podcast. You already know what it is. We tapped into our raw, authentic selves while in our specific purpose, and we bring the best and greatest conversations to help you tap into your best self now. That's right. So we're here on part two of our conversation about independent women, specifically independent black women. Because we have some beautiful black queens in the studio with us today. Representing. Yes. So before we really dive into that topic, we want to say thank you for listening. Please do us a favor. Follow us on Facebook at Raw On Purpose. You can find us on Instagram at Raw On Purpose underscore. Uh, you please hit that subscribe button. Leave a comment. Leave a like. Share uh, our YouTube pen our YouTube channel. At Raw and Purpose Podcast, and then we're streaming on all um, platforms, platform podcasting platforms. Help me, Lord! Um, <laughs> at Raw on Purpose, and then you can email us if you have any thoughts, any concerns, ideas, criticisms, whatever it is. If you want to join us, hit us up Raw Purpose at Gmail All right, so we're gonna recap real quick about part one. I think we touched on one thing. We touched on is the, the idea of independent black woman yep. and how it's not necessarily a good connotation behind it right we talked mm-hmm. about like that there's some mental health um uh issues that kind of come along with that that creates a imbalance in yep. women and then in men yeah um, trust issues trust issues big thing in our community yep. um how that the whole independent woman has um, led to raising sons and daughters differently that has created the men that the ladies now complain about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think we ended on character, um, yeah. talking about um, submission, right? And then how, what, what role does character play in someone's worthiness to be submitted to? So I think that's all of it in a very quick, yeah, in a quick nutshell. nutshell. So Go back again, and, and watch it still. Yes. So <laughs> we, again, we have April and Sanja in studio with hello. us. Ladies, say hello again to them. Hey. hey, this is April. Hope you guys are doing well, feeling well. Yep. Hi, it's Sanja. <laughs> yep. So we hope you guys enjoy this conversation. So we're going to dive right back in. Um, we we're talking about uh, from a biblical standpoint of understanding the roles because we are in a series called Marriage and Family. Um, we believe that marriage and family is the foundation to communities, foundations to the world, and the, the enemy is attacking, and I would just speak from the black community because, or the African-American, melanated community, whatever you want to call it, because it's a uh, lived experience. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's people that I'm connected to that, that you know, we're around, so we're just speaking on our experience. But, um, take things from a scriptural standpoint and it said um, we were talking about how it says husbands love your wives and wives submit to your husband and 
even to give a background of that, and we touched on it, like for the ladies, it's when you submit, there's a level of trust that comes with it. It's a, a vulnerability that comes with it. And then for the men, the same thing, this is the thing that I think is forgotten. The same thing <clears throat> comes from the man side of it is mm -hmm. the love. Because for men, um, we, we are ego-driven. And we're not, we're, I shouldn't say we are ego-driven, but we're also mind-driven, right? We, we move with our minds. We don't necessarily move with our hearts. And so for us to love, it takes us tapping into our heart. And so the same fear that when women here uh, submit, men feel the same way about love, right? That's why whenever it's like, you know, when the man says, I love you, it's like, <gasps> For us on the inside, we're like, oh my God, did I just say that? Because <laughs> love comes with a level of submission, right? We, we, don't, we don't talk about this, right? Because again, it goes back to, um, it says, husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church. Mm -hmm. and, and Christ loved the church so much that he submitted to death, right? So men have to submit to something. They have to submit to giving their life for that woman if we do it correctly if yes like mm -hmm. if we do it correctly and there's no like it doesn't say well if she submits then you love no it says men love wives uh submit or another word is respect right there's respect and right so and look look at the response right <laughs> respect uh. right and it's and look, there's no if, <laughs> right? Yikes. And again, and this is in the context of marriage, yeah. right? And then this is why we have to peel away the onion, this onion of why we don't love, why we don't respect one another. Because the reason why men disrespect women is they don't truly understand the concept of love. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. Love is literally laying down your life mm -hmm. for the woman laying down and then it says you become one flesh you become one right he even says like as a man you wouldn't beat up your own body so why would you beat up and vice versa right so context we're coming from with this independent woman is how is this um the the battle of it of independent woman and and really talking it getting into the interdependence because that's a word that I feel is missing in this whole conversation is interdependence. Meaning, <clears throat> we depend on each other equally. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's some emotional things. Because if you think about it, when God created a woman, he took part of a man out of him. And he fashioned the woman. So the things that are missing in men are in women. Right? Mm -hmm. So we're so busy competing because... And it goes back to what you were saying in part one about um, because women needed men for survival. Now we don't. So now we're competing with each other financially. It's a competition. It's not a, hey, let me compliment what you're doing. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. let, me, let me beat you. Mm -hmm. Let me beat you because you beat us so bad, right? And, and in terms of what society and what it looks like, yeah. right? But then we talk about those men that had the two families. Did the two families go without sometime, right? They may have come out. They, they may have missed out on having the whole him 
but there are certain areas that they were provided for. And I'm not condoning that by any stretch of the imagination. I want to make sure I say that because, you know, being married, yeah. I don't understand how a man has energy for another right. woman. In no way. I no don't, way, my boy. I can't do I it. I don't get it. <laughs> and now having a baby, like, how did, I'd be like, yo, how do you have time in the day? I mean, and I get it. I, I, I can also say from experiencing, you know, having a first child, like, there is a month in time, there's, typically moms don't care about the husband anymore when the baby comes. Psychology 101. Right? You will lose. Yeah. part of that relationship because yep. now the mother can go to the child and doesn't always need to go to yep. the husband for support. And then here's the here's mm. how that backfires. <clears throat> because when the, man, the the kid's out the house, the kid no longer gives the mom what she and now you're looking at the man and when you when you neglect the man for so long, mm. a he either tunes out and he's just like I'm here to make sure the kid's okay. And that's why you find a lot of marriages end after the children are out of the house. Yeah, but then you have to also ask yourself and understand this too. Like, most of the marriages that are built now are not built on the foundation in which they should have been built on to begin with. I agree. So and what is that? A lot of, I mean, it can be all, like, for instance, like, and I'm just going to go ahead and jump out there and say it. Yes, We're not free. going to like it, but, you know... Stop chasing the physical aspects of people and start chasing the things that actually help to build a foundation. Yeah, she got a big butt. Yeah, he looked fine and he got money. But he, you know, or, or she pretty or she does this or, oh, he does that. You know, um, people sometimes will look for just that one thing that they think that they think makes them happy. And they'll chase that person for that one thing. And then they end up with that person for that one thing. And then, because when you get married, like, a pea turns into a watermelon. And yep. you be like, oh, <laughs> yep. this is not the person I got to spend the rest of my life yep. with. Mm -hmm. So then, of course, most people just, if they have kids, they just stay and exist in those mm -hmm. marriages. And then by the time that reason yeah. that they're both there is gone, everything just falls apart. Yep. Yep. Which, yeah. I might get killed for this, <laughs> but... <laughs> I yeah. think I think that's the best way to do it because the kids are more important. I would. Right. I, 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 Wait. Oh, be more specific. Be more specific. Be more specific in staying in the marriage for the children. Okay. Because, again, it's, it is statistically proven mm -hmm. that children do better in a two-parent household to where if the parents are focused on being amazing parents – to where, and this is for, uh, let me say this, for mature parents. Okay, yeah. Okay? That, yeah, break you gotta, it, that makes break it, it all right, the way right, Let's yeah. say for mature parents <laughs> yeah. that know how to, to parent well, <laughs> yeah. right, that know how to parent well, even though they may not necessarily get along with each other, but they're able to parent, their children become <clears throat> better, um, it just is better for the community from a, from a, so... And we, we talk about it on one of our, um, one of the, the we have a, one of the previous ones is talking about why does it seem like marriage is on the decline. And in one of it, we specifically talk about how children are sacred and how many times we put the kids aside for <clears throat> our own selfish desires as the husband, or as the mother and as the father. 
and not submitting under, first of all, under the marriage and submitting unto God and then understanding that the children are the most important part of the marriage while they're there. Now, you got to figure out how to become a couple again after they leave. So, and as you're talking about foundations, right, I believe that first and foremost, the foundation of any marriage should be on Christ. Bar none. I don't care. When you have that as the foundation, and I know in the church, the divorce rate is just as high as the world. And that's because, honestly, a lot of people don't live what they believe, and they don't really live according to what the scripture says, right? Uh, and we get, this is a whole nother, I'm not going to yeah, get off that. Yes, I'm not even going to yeah. get into yes, that tangent. <laughs> but when you submit yourself first to God, right, I think that's the first thing. So for a woman to find someone that's worthy to submit to, first of all, mm-hmm. is he submitted to God first, right? When he's able to submit, then it makes it easier for someone to submit to, and that plays into character. And one of my favorite authors um, that has done exhaustive studies on marriage and men and women, Dr. Miles Monroe, and he says that when a man is in God's presence, the woman should be in God's presence as well. And then they'll see each other in God's presence. Better yet, God will bring the woman to the man, just like he did in the garden when everything got started. It was Adam was created first, and then God saw that he needed someone to help him. He needed someone to love on. He needed, a, he needed like, this is what Adam, this is what man needed. And then when I say man, not just the male, but this is what he found in humans. Mm -hmm. That's why this whole quarantine, people are going, like, losing their minds because we are built to connect with each other. And he saw that he was alone. He created a helpmate. And so he put him to sleep, and then he brought her into his presence. He was in God's presence. He bring. So when you are in his presence, oftentimes, because we also know statistically that there are more women in Mm -hmm. churches than men. And a lot of times women leave God's presence, they go find this, <coughs> this boy, and then try to drag him into God's presence, mm-hmm. and it doesn't work. Because the man that is in God's presence sitting right next to them does not look as attractive as the little boy over here that's playing all these games. I'm trying to figure out where the men in God's presence in these churches are. I was going to say, what? what, what but see, they all seem to be married to me. No, not right, 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 right. No, no, and, and but it's it's church isn't necessarily God's presence is yeah. even yeah. self. Are are we praying? Are we studying His Word? Are we meditating on His Word? Are we living out His Word? Mm-hmm. Like when we get in those spaces, right? Because um, I remember wanting and desiring to to have a mate, desiring it to where. You know, and then you hit those lonely spells, and then you start just messing with a bunch of people, and it's just like, yeah, no, okay, all right, God, I'm, I'm submitted. And then, literally for myself, I walked into church one day, saw a young lady, and I heard the Spirit say, that could be your wife, right? Mm-hmm. And, and people make the mistake of, you know, there's the one, and there's like, there's no such thing as the one. There is, there's the person you choose. Mm-hmm. It's the person the you word. choose. God puts them... God, God brings them to you, you choose, on both sides, mm-hmm. right? And, and this is the other thing we have to throw away. There's no perfect relationship. 
Right, man. It's like stop watching the the the, yeah. the movies, yep. the the stories, and all that that yep. illusion and fairy yep. tale stuff. But, like, but again, that, you know, yeah, so many, so many people have that cooked up in their head. Yep. Like, that's what I'm saying. So many people, yep. and people yep. glorify and weddings over the actual marriage yep. relationship. Yep. So they put all of these this energy into the wedding to fulfill that fairy tale, but they don't really make an investment on a long ongoing part as far as like creating even, the healthy I don't even feel like you think it you think it used to be just the wedding. I think it literally is just the gratification to other people. I think even the marriage now, now definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody gotta have it. I, I gotta be able to show that me and my boo we yeah. Yeah. dress up we, as what we do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. you enjoy the idea yeah. of the yeah. person that, that's and not what the person and not yeah. the actual person are not yeah. what the actual foundation of it yeah. all is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And even even with um dang I just had it. <laughs> even with saying, or even with the movies, what people because people are so used to being entertained that they don't even see the character development in the people, mm-hmm. right? The the characters always develop to where then the ending happens. Mm-hmm. If there is no development, because there's always like they meet each other, it's all it's beautiful. Then you have the conflict, right? Mm-hmm. And then that shows the character of each person. And then someone has to submit to their feelings or the love, the submission. They got to submit to it, and then you have the happy ending. Most people forget about the whole plot of the movie, and they only focus on the the happy ending. And then what happens is nobody sees what happens after that happy ending moment because it's literally a moment. Yeah. Right. I talk about when people used to say when I my second year of marriage, like how's marriage, and I was like, man, it's a beautiful struggle. <clears throat> that is. It's a beautiful struggle. <laughs> That's thing. real. You can say the same thing about kids. It's a beautiful struggle <laughs> because <laughs> it is. It's a beautiful it's, it is. it's a struggle to become one, mm-hmm. but in that moment that there's that oneness when you're both walking in step, it's the most beautiful thing on earth. Um, I was talking to my pops the other day, and I said, I think the real, or I heard this joke, that I think the real reason God created a woman for, or uh, Eve for Adam was God knew that that was the one thing that he would have to lean on God for. <laughs> and it's, and it's, and it's, and it's, and it's the honest, you have to stay <laughs> as a, wow. doing marriage yeah, as a godly man is one of the toughest things. Because, um, like, again, going through, we were just talking about, like, the whole, when the mom comes, right? Going back to, to, to my pastor broke this down, and it's helped me stay sane is, and I said it in part, um, part one, every male and every female is created as a man, woman, husband, wife, mother, father. Mm-hmm. And the, the mother will never, the woman will never give up her mother. She'll give up the woman, she'll give up the wife, but she'll never give up the, the mother. Mm-hmm. And the man will give up the father and will give up the husband, but he will never let go of the man. And there's a language wow. in all three of them that you have to speak. And it's hard work trying having to be the husband for a season because the man's going to have to be sacrificed. And then there's going to be a moment where you're the father for, and it's, and, and so what men would be like, yo, all right, I don't want to be a father. I don't want to be a husband. They walk away because they're man, their ego stays intact for Mm. a mom. She'll let that, she'll let her woman go. 
right? You see, you see some women, they were beautiful, they right? They cared the about their body. Child. They have a child, and everything wow. becomes about that mm-hmm. child to where their woman doesn't look good and the, the wife doesn't look good. And it's the whole balancing act of, right? And it's, <clears throat> and it's hard. Like, I, I got to a point to where I was close to being like, you know what, man, bump this, mm-hmm. right? Because my man was being, like, was suffering. And I was like, man, bump this. I can go disappear. Nobody knew where I am. I could change my number because I could take care of myself <laughs> and be gone. Mm-hmm. But it went back to you You got married and you gave your vows to your wife. But most importantly, you gave a commitment to God. Before, yeah, exactly. And it's, and it's that commitment to God that if you have a man that that is that committed to God, he will be that much more committed to you and the child. To where I had to understand it was just a season, mm-hmm. right? It was just a moment. Mm-hmm. And that's when the other families become created is because the man didn't see that there's a season for like, you. okay, you're on the back. And the woman has to understand that this mother thing is for a season, but you've got to, right? We, we had this argument. I'll ask you this, right? As a mother. Let's say you, when you find a man that's willing to submit to you and you get married, who comes first, your husband or your children? We ain't Rashad. I'm not about to answer this. <laughs> ain't nobody got no time for this. <laughs> no, I put that on, oh on Instagram. Like, yeah, I see, Me and I my see friends were like, they so were. Time. So right <laughs> now, head. I'm going to tell you why it's got to be. It First of all, it depends. I know I'm not about, It depends on the situation. Of course. And even yeah. if I was married to my kid's father and the situation came up, I would still say it depends upon the situation. Because again, um, your kids cannot fend for themselves. The man can. And so if we even go on the food thing or if something is happening in it, like something is happening in the house and the man is maybe abusive to the kids, mm-hmm. you going to side with the man if he's abusive to the kid. So to me, it depends upon the situation. I agree. But now that my kids are older, um, and you know I'm dating other people, I kind of get to escape this a little bit because okay. <laughs> my kids are. <laughs> I was gonna say about that doesn't to, sound like a man. That sounds so like there, yeah. I don't really have to really too much of worry about that. But again, to me, it depends. Even when I was in my relationship for a long time with my kids' father. It really depends upon the situation. It does. Um, and that's fair. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, we always, <clears throat> when this comes up, it's always the extreme, right? Like mm-hmm. the kid is being abused. And I'm talking from a, like, seriously having to choose, or the whole, uh, if the boat is sinking, who do you save? Yeah. The spouse or the child? Right, and nine times, <laughs> but see, but no. look, look, nine times out of ten, the man <laughs> says he will protect, he will go after yeah. the woman, yeah. and what women say is they go after the, the children. children, right? Because again, that whole mother thing, because in the first of all, the the God again, if we understand the hierarchy of what I was God gonna created, say, is what she's supposed to? <laughs> it goes like it. God, husband, mm-hmm. children, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I, I, right. I know that. I'm, I just okay. Like even the whole, if 
your wife is giving birth and you got to choose to save one. Save me. <laughs> no when I was younger, again, see, mm -hmm. with maturity, yeah. I was like, you you better save this baby. And you're going to take care of our baby and you're going to love our baby. And I'm like, uh-uh. We can have another baby. We can have another baby. You can't get another one. So. Yep. Right. There you go. So I Thank now, you. and I know people be like, oh, but again, I'm also not a, you know, you could may think that may sound like I'm a selfish mother, but I am not. Um, I let go a whole lot of my life mm -hmm. to literally give my kids the best I could give them. So, but I mean, again, I if that's the case, yeah, I, I mean, I get it. But <laughs> if the boat was sinking, it depend on if he got on my nerves or not. That day. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Good luck for you. <laughs> right, right, right. And even if you got on our nerves, we're still going to jump in the but water yeah, I, I and it. bring you back. I, I definitely get yeah. what you're trying to say and how it explains and everything. It's just, you know, it's just, uh, I'm just so, these conversations, they just, oh. Uh, right. Well, uh, and then here's, you know, the funny part is nobody ever says both. Right? Yeah. That's because people are making people choose. Yeah. Because somebody will say both and they'll be like, no, you can only choose yeah, one. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I mean, if you can if you can save both, save both. Yeah. Right? No, but first, can. first the man's going after the <clears throat> mom first and then hoping he can get to. But I think that's that's the key thing the is. Yeah. 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 The child. The, the, mm -hmm. That's a part of the key is like from a, from the men and women, like, are we willing to choose each other first mm -hmm. above all else? Yeah. Right, and, I, and to be honest, I don't even in this situation like when we talk about relationships, I don't even think that it's um, has anything to do with the kids because life outside the household is going to make y'all have to decide if y'all want to choose each other, each other way day. more. It's mm -hmm. outside of the household that Absolutely. is going to make you choose each other Absolutely. way more than inside. Absolutely, definitely. And so that that's that's really the question that a lot a lot of people should be asking. And 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 I'm gonna back up real quick, Zay, for a second. Mm -hmm. Um. Side note: We're not gonna go deep. Top. I do not believe. And staying in the household for the kids. Okay. I did it. It did not work out. But and I've seen people, I know yeah. adults, my mother being one. But question. I did have that a question, question off of that comment. That did not turn out well for none of them. From a, were they married? Oh, yes. My grandparents were married. Another friend of mine, his parents was married. Another girlfriend of mine, her parents was married. It, they all went through a lot of emotional issues because of yeah. it. That because they, think, and like, I did, the one thing I will, I did hear you say though, was that if the parents are mature, able to yeah. put their differences aside mm -hmm. yeah. to raise the kids, mm -hmm. but if they are able to do that, then they can still do that outside of the home and the kids still get the same output. They don't get the same output because the the houses are split, and so now one one's competing with the other. One has because one's going to be orderly, one's going to be disorderly. Okay, mm. so so now each side has to undo opposed to again. We said it off air. I'll say it again. Mm -hmm. The man creates the environment. Yeah. The woman creates the atmosphere, right? And this is talking. Again, this is why the the submission to God is so important in all this whole conversation, 
even with independent women. Like first, an independent woman needs to be submitted to God. It's that interdependence, right? That that you're depending on God for everything. At the same time, you're able to um, you're able to function. You're able to, or not God, because we're totally dependent on God. In a marriage, it's interdependence, right? You depend on each other for one thing, but you're dependent um, in er- other areas, right? If you're like you 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 depend on each other. Let's say the man's the one that brings in the money, right? You're dependent on him, but he's dependent on you to make sure the house is in order, mm-hmm. right? There's always that it's that that compliment, right? As we talked about earlier, you're complimenting each other, opposed to competing with each other, right? And then when we understand the concept of men understand love, women understand respect, we're able to flow. The reason why a lot of times there's those two conflicts is because both parties get into a place of self-centeredness, and we don't. And there's the difference between being selfish and self-centered. Right. Being selfish is like my wife learned early on when I come home, give me about 20 to 30, even an hour. I need that time selfishly so I can be present with you because I have to detox from my day to be able to hear you. But if I don't have that time, you're talking to me. I'm not listening. So give me that moment. I need to be (coughs) selfish with that moment so that I can be there for you. Self-centered is um, the spouse being like, no, I want that time. Like, nah, like my world does not revolve around you. You are included in my life, right? But it's not, you're not my singular focus because you are part of my focus, right? I committed to you, but I have to have time with God. Then I got to give you time. And then I have a job that I have to take care of. And then there's a part of me that needs to thrive in this as well. Because if I die, I'm not good for anybody else. Most importantly, if my relationship with God dies, I'm going to be a horrible husband for you. I'm going to be a terrible person on job. And I'm going to be a terrible person for myself. So all those things are important in this whole conversation. So if if the mother and the father could understand that, and, and this is... This is where the counseling comes in. We don't do, as a community, we don't do enough counseling. We don't do premarital counseling because, honestly, the relationships wouldn't get started if you had honest premarital, premarital counsel. Like, you know what, man, y'all don't need to get married, mm-hmm. right? But um, what I found is most people choose the wrong premarital counselor and because they'll say, well, you're going to do what you want to do anyway, so I'm going to just sign off so you don't burn, which is a mistake. If we had more of those people saying, nah, y'all don't need to be married, this is not going to work, right? This 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 is not going to work, and you, but okay, you break up, you guys, right? Again, it goes back to the foundation, Christ. Christ, they call him the chief cornerstone. When you build a house, they set the cornerstone first, and then they set the rest of the foundation. So if the man does not have Christ or the marriage doesn't have Christ as the chief cornerstone of the marriage, because if you walk into a house, you know this from real estate. If the house has a crack in the foundation, it is now worthless. Can't nobody live there. They got to tear it down and they got to rebuild it. And that's why. And and again, a living according to what scripture says, not what your pastor said. Mm -hmm. 
Now what your first lady said, what does the scripture say about, because those are instructions because he established, right? Marriage was the first institution that God established. He didn't establish it for independent men and independent women. <laughs> he, he established it for first and foremost, producing children, their sacredness in children. He did it for that, and then he did then then marriage, the sexual aspect of it for, um, for children and for pleasure between husband and wife. So when it goes back to like you were saying, a lot of marriages start because man, he was good in bed. Oh man, her, mm, that felt good every time, right? We get into the physical attraction, and then again going back to Miles Monroe and, and dating and waiting. He talks about first it needs to be a spiritual connection, then there's an emotional connection, then you get married and it's the physical. Yep. And the other part of talking about why even some of that stuff work, don't doesn't work is because now you have someone that has multiple sex partners, so you have multiple demons, you have multiple connections, you have multiple things you didn't detox from, and this person <laughs> comes in, and now you have a melting pot of demons that nobody conquers. Nobody, nobody cut those generational ties. Cut. They didn't put the work in through fasting, prayer, spending time with him, meditating, all that stuff, right? And, and there's somebody that doesn't believe in God, and they'd be like, "Oh, that's hogwash." Okay, <laughs> like you can't do something without the person that created it. It's like the car. When your car malfunctions, what do you do? Take it to the dealer. And the people working on your car, they understand the manual of the car, but the 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 old, the people that made the car, they know how it operates, so they can fix it the best. That's why we go to God for the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely get what you're saying about the family and the household, but in reality, right? In reality, in reality, it's it's not going to work. In in reality, if it is to go like how you said, yeah, but the reality of modern day families. It, it just it makes me think, like, what type of children would you be raising, or what what are you showing them that marriage is if you're not necessarily happy? See, yeah, I agree with but, you. I understand but but I also believe that you could, like you said, be the house is split, <clears throat> but also a happy person could find a, another person, or they could split and have successful households or things of that sort, and the example that they're setting for the child is much better than the one of the parent who was resilient in something that wasn't necessarily can, for them. Can I shoot another idea? Yeah. If you're if you want to be happy, don't get married. <laughs> no facts. Marriage um, is well, marriage I have had is not ladies, no, they say happily married. Strong happily. independent woman. <laughs> no, 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 because <laughs> I was in a relationship for no. you know, from seventeen to thirty and mm. When I was in that relationship, I used to meet women, older women. Like, so I'm about what, 25 at this time, 24, 25. And I'm working with older women and they like right in their mid 40s, late 40s. And they would smile all the time. They would be so happy. And I'm just like, well, you know, like, I mean, <laughs> they don't have it. Like, why are they so happy? And then I became single for the first time in my life. And then. I went through my walk with God first. That's how I ended up leaving my relationship because I wanted that back. And then I started to start to figure out who I was and what I wanted. And 
I got to a place to where only person I had to make <laughs> was me. It was everything. It mm-hmm. it is. It's 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 everything. You don't have to come <laughs> home and if he need thirty minutes to himself, you ain't got to care if if a man need thirty minutes or. That's you ain't true. got to. You ain't got to be like. How was your day? If you don't want to, and if you don't want to shave, you ain't got to shave. <laughs> and if you don't want to get dressed and look pretty, you ain't got to do that. And you, but you can lay the, in the bed and be so happy. What are the benefits? But, what are the but, benefits? But, but let me talk. First of all, first of all, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I am not. First of I, all, I, God, God has God's my husband out. out there. He, he's out there. <laughs> first of all, we don't care about dressing up, right? All that stuff that y'all do are for other women, not for us. Yeah, no, and we don't, we don't, we we don't even put that on you because I tell my wife all the time, bro, I don't need all that, right? I we we don't. But but I'm gonna tell you, you know what that is? What you talked about? Mm -hmm. That's that woman. Exactly. That's us not losing that. Right. So and even though it's and and. But but no no but I want to say I'm speaking on the fact that you said I don't have to dress up and do all that. I don't have to do any. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We don't care. We don't care, but when we have to match whenever the woman wants to, we'll do it. Yeah. Right? We no, don't I care. Do. Right? Do. And that's what I'm saying. And it goes back to like, um, they're happy. Like, there's, you can put off happiness, right? It's easy to show and be like, and then really you're miserable because. But like, yeah, happy internal, like, yeah, your energy. Like your you energy. Said, but, but happiness is all self induced. Mm-hmm. Right, it even is. in a marriage, like my wife said something to me. She was like, "If um, um, so both of our both of, on both sides of our family is a Jones, right? So you know, it depends on how close you are, right? You know, all that stuff." <laughs> and she was like, "Man, I, I I think I would die if uh if we had to break." I was like, "Yo, like no, I'm not like I'm not worth." you dying or killing like no like you you got to be your own part like you can't put all your happiness on me because i'm going to fail you and i told her this while we were dating there are going to be moments (laughs) where i'm going to fail you and vice versa so you have to and that's the other thing we have to create our own happiness because your spouse it's not their responsibility to make you happy well, no, 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 and I, they, no, they I add to your happiness. Of course not. It, it, you would be miserable. Yeah, my, in my, in I, the house. One of the logics of life for me is never put all your balls in one court. Ever. <laughs> never. That means never only depend on one source for happiness. The only thing I will put all my balls in one court when it comes to is my spirituality and my walk with God. Like that's it. But other than that, when I think about life itself, I don't put all my money in one bank account. I don't put all my right. happiness in one person. Like, right. yeah, so I, no, I, I def- which is the, the issue that when, by the time the kid leave out the house, like you said, yeah. the woman is now, not only is she, she dum dum two things, and you said that pillar of what she needed, mm-hmm. she's not only just trying to figure out, hey, dead wife part, but she's trying to figure out that woman part mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So, which is why she that dependent just on, which is why, again, it makes sense for the pillars when you say there is three because you need to be splitting yep. those three. And there are seasons where you're in one of and the other one suffering. Mm-hmm. And you have to you have to figure oh, out wow. how to balance it. And it's tough. Mm-hmm. It's tough because there's a demand on like when when I'm in like when men are in the workforce, we're men. We're not husbands or fathers. Right? So you gotta compartmentalize that. And then when you come home, you're a husband first. 
and then you're a father. So you got to figure out how to inter- give all that energy and same with mothers. And then that's that's when the rift comes in these different marriages is because people can't identify where they are, right? And it goes around like who who's around you, right? If if you're a wife and you're around a bunch of single people, yeah, you're you're going to become them. If you're if you're flock, right? If you're flock, <laughs> if you don't start spending more time around a bunch of married women, and and vice versa, like my friend circle changed when I got married. I think Rashad's one of my right. only single friends that I'm really tight with, yeah. and it's because, and we're still tight because his character is solid, and he checks me. Right when I have conversation, he checks like, "Yo, where where is this you, coming from?" You better from? have friends like that. But yep. you you better have friends that it's okay for them to check you and you you again you know that their character is good and they don't have that that envy towards you. But I mean. You you better you better have some friends that's willing to check you. you know I'm saying I got the married. Got to make sure they stay married. No. Right. I mean that's facts though. But you but that's I, because and, you care for your friend and you yeah, want to see it, him happy. It, and, and that's that's all it is. I want to see him at his best self so he can do yep. what he he God has given him as far as responsibility of being a a man of God, a husband, and a father, so he can be at his best. I don't want to see him stressed or. You know what I'm saying? Off on his game or anything like that. Nope. Because I know Especially because the grass always look greener. Right. On the other side, when you yep. want one, you be like, yeah. oh, that, yep. that grass is a whole lot greener than yep. mine. What the hell? And all that's missing is just you putting work in where you are. Yeah. So it's like, again, we lose sight. That's why I say, um, you know, we say reality. Well, what God created is reality. We live outside of God's reality. And that's the problem. Is we live outside of his reality and his perfection, right? And that's why I say, like, it's, and I have parents that they stay together for the kids, right? And I can see some stuff, but because of that, um, because of that, and it's also incumbent upon us as the children to go get the help we need as we develop, right? Because even 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 in families that like they seem like they have it all together and they're married and they're loving right they still have conflict they still have issues right and they like there's nothing that's perfect out here um but for even the sake of this conversation because our focus again is marriage and family helping under helping people understand that first get that foundation with God God can soothe, smooth all the stuff over and be patient for the seasons to go because there's always peaks and valleys. Your heartbeat, as a boy always says, your heartbeat has peaks and valleys. Once that junk is flatlined, that means you're dead. And you have to do check-ins. You, um, How am I doing? Like my pastor says, how am I? it goes back to how am I doing as a man, how am I doing as a husband, and how am I doing as a father? Because even a man to a woman can be all three of those things. He can be the man for her. And he's the husband for her. And he's also the father for her. Because if you look at when a woman gets married, she doesn't he she never leaves from being under a father. Because that's a part of what a husband is, is and father just simply means source. Right, yeah. not just a financial source, but a relational source. 
an emotional source, a spiritual source, right? Um, a physical source, right? That's so, and therefore the the man, I mean, for the man, his the 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 mom, I mean, the wife is the woman for him, the wife for him, and the mother, because there is a nurturing side that a man needs that only a mother can give, right? And that's the part of what a man needs from, so even if you have no children, you still have that motherly instinct, mm-hmm. right? And, it, and for us men sometimes, and this is how, this is how we miss the conversation, because sometimes I'm like, yo, bro, you ain't my mom. But she's just operating in that mother space for a moment because that's what you need, and our ego can't handle it because we're sitting in our man and the mother speaking, and we don't. Yeah, this I heard that. Life is hard. I'm just no. I, I heard like <laughs> like I, I got that. Like, you're not my mom, but then they turn around and be like, where where is this? All <laughs> right, not your mom. Right, right. Remember, like, so vice versa, my and wife. So like, and and I've heard like <laughs> even that that because if you're gonna speak on the interdependence, like even you know understand that if she's in that mom mode and. She's around the house doing clothes and, you know, she's doing it for the kids and more than likely she's doing it for you. It's like that mothering part now also go ahead and overlaps with that part of her being a wife. Absolutely. And so, but I I mean, I have heard that so many times in my my past relationship where (laughs) that is so funny you said that. You're not my mother. Yeah. And it's crazy. We don't like, and we don't understand this. Like when my pastor said this, this literally changed um, just my idea of marriage and helped me Mm -hmm. get the concept of it even more because we don't talk like that. Right. And I have to give my pastor, Pastor Matthew L. Brown his credit. (laughs) So when he listens, I'm not saying the Lord gave me this. Like, (laughs) You know, he, and, and literally, he just said those those foundational points, and then I just watched it happen to where it's like, oh, okay, that's what happens. So, like, you know, when we're speaking in those different languages, and I'm hoping that for you that are listening, that this is even helping you understand when you're communicating with your significant other, like you're in these different spaces. Identify it so that you can grow from it, right? And go get the counseling. Go, go get all those things that are necessary, because it's... Like your car, if you don't put oil in your car, your car is just going to stop on the side of the road. Same with marriage, right? Same with, like, you know, as an independent woman, you know, I'm glad that that there are more older women helping these young women understand that this whole independent title is not healthy because then nobody comes to help you when you're screaming, help me, right? Um, From the man side of it, when we, you know, we, I've heard so many people say, well, black men need to protect black women. And it's like, well, when a black man tries to protect, you're ostracized for it. You're cussed out for it. Or you say, man, I can do it myself, right? Like when you open the door for, I can do that. And it's like, well, forget you then. Next time I'll let it slam in your face. Opposed <laughs> to saying, you know what, man, thank you. That's all you had to say was thank you, right? Simple. Right? It's, it's like for... So now it's like, when we're like, why won't men help? It's like, well, we tried to. You told us you didn't need us. So we just sat back and we're like, yeah. Now, some of us are still gentlemen. I don't care what you say. I'm going to hold the door for you. I, now, I, I will be honest. I've slacked that now in my marriage. Mm-hmm. I did it when we were dating. 
don't touch the door. Then I just got tired of fighting you for opening. I was just like, okay, just get out the car. <laughs> just, just get out the car. I'm tired, of, you know, <laughs> tired of fighting. I, it's like my New Year's resolution is I'm gonna open the door for my wife, right? Now when wow. we go somewhere, I open the door. She knows not to touch it. When we out and don't touch the door. <laughs> But, you know, getting out the car, that's the only little part that I'm, I'm, I could be honest in. I'll say I'm, I'm continually working on. But, you know, we got to understand that both sides, even though we have moments of independence, we're still dependent on one another. We complement each other, yeah. right? We got to have more of that conversation. It's like, yes, I'm independent, but at the same time, I want a man. And honestly, I need a man, right? Yeah. I because was actually just about to ask you that. Go ahead. No, I'm glad that you were saying that it can they can coexist. Yeah. Like you can mm-hmm. be an independent person yep. within a relationship and still depend on someone or have interdependence. I agree. Yep. Because it's like um, our whole, with our being your raw, authentic self, mm-hmm. right? You got to be the raw, in, in th- authentic human person being that God created you to be, right? And then we all have a purpose. So, like, for my wife, this is why even dating with a purpose is important. First, you got to know your purpose, and then you find your mate's purpose. So, like, I know for my purpose is I'm a creative. I do different things creatively. That's a part of my purpose. For my wife, she does hair, and she understands hair and all that stuff. I don't know anything about that. That's her purpose, my purpose. But then the thing that drew us, that our purposes combined is she has a love for helping young women. And helping now she's a mother helping mothers. I have a love for helping young men and husbands. So now we're able to come together and do some things together because that's what the collective purpose is. But you're both still individuals, mm-hmm. right? We can't lose our individual selves because we are now a mother, father, husband, wife, right? We still have, like, just because you got married does not cancel out the purpose that God (laughs) has for you. Right. You still got to get that done. You just now have another purpose that's been added to your life is making sure that that person is provided for on both sides. Right. And that, that's the important thing about, um, understanding this, this, um, independent woman thing. Like, and we don't care that you're independent. We actually love that. There are some moments because there's just some things we can't think of everything. And we need the help. Absolutely. Right? Like, my wife has to check me sometimes because I'd be like, yo, like, I know. She's like, well, the one time that I don't say it. You, you are not going to know. Right. Like, you're not going to know. Right? So it's like, you know what? You're right. Right? And it's like you, because we need, we lean on each other. We have to. I just think that we also forget to um, love the oppositeness of each other. Yes. Like, and appreciate that. Yeah. Like, it, it's, I agree. It's, it's, it's is we don't know everything. Yep. We don't. Um, and as I as I'm on my fastest month from social media, um, the one thing that I enjoy is not seeing a fight all the time. Like this man, woman, like like yeah. y'all don't need to compare us <laughs> to fight each other. Like it's things that men cannot do. Yep. Yeah. That women can do, Absolutely. vice versa. Like and that's why, what makes us valuable. Like, I am utterly exactly. confused. It does. Bingo. <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you want a team, you know, again, yep. husband and wife, like, it's something you're good at. Yep. I'm not good at. Like, exactly. Right. So 
you get to pick that up while yep. I get to pick the other part up of where you ain't good right. at. And then that's how we make it whole. Yep. Yeah. Like the fighting thing, I just do not, it, it gets so tiresome. And when I had, when I converse with some of my male friends, I'd be like, look, we're not about to have this <laughs> Adam versus Eve yep. type, you know, conversation. We're going to go ahead and I'm just going to make this point and then we're going to go on about it. But yeah, I, I don't, I really don't understand what the fight is. But as far as the the independent woman, I think it is okay to have your independence, but not just for a woman, for everybody. Mm. Like mm. as a man growing up, because at the end of the day, before you can be with somebody, you mm. must understand yourself where you're going to have to gain that independence individually yep. from whomever your mate is, and you have to have that before you go into a relationship. Right. So I don't see nothing wrong with that, but it's just more so how the stigma is thrown on black mm. women. That Question. Question. Do you think the, the, the dynamics of like relationships, marriage, family has the influence of times, ages, and society. I ask that because, of course, we already know, like, the industrial age around the, you know, where our great, Mm -hmm. great grandparents and all that type of stuff, you know, so, like, the basis of them, you know, getting married is because they they they, they had basic needs, Mm -hmm. just basic needs. She she (laughs) needed him specifically for a reason he needed her for a specific reason they just understood a role that they were supposed to have and they just made it work now today we have options and both the man and the woman (laughs) have options and i think the the relationship itself the it being able to stand the test of time in these days is more more prevalent of a healthy relationship than something that stood the test of time back then yeah, for sure. because they were limited with resources with 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 of course they didn't have no social media mm-hmm. yeah. um and it was just like man that worked and did this woman that took care of home blah blah blah, blah and that was it now everybody's working in the house mm-hmm. and more incomes are needed to keep things keep up. Money, yeah. So everybody's not going to necessarily be at the house, though we have work from home options and businesses and all that too. But, you know, the, the of, of technology, all that has an influence now on how we relate to each other, mm-hmm. how we, you know, anybody can go and get some food. If somebody, if the, the supply, the need of hunger, the guy can go and pick up some food. She can go pick up some food if there's nobody cooking. So, like, and like me and April have had this conversation before. Like, of course, both parties in a marriage would need to know how to do some basic stuff just to make some things work. You know, not just the man like I'm the only she one. You know, when I come home, you know, you know that that did a bit of, did a bit of be on, my, on the table. My bath water better be. <laughs> <laughs> that, that in okay, like when you you leave your parents' house, right? Before you find your mate, you grow up, and in all honesty, you have to learn how to find your independence. Mm-hmm. So you have to clean for yourself, you have to cook for yourself, you have to wash your own clothes, you got to work, so on and so forth. So, okay, when we get together, does all that just 
like stop. I feel like some people and skip that stage. You had, and <laughs> some I mean, people they, don't even they, get they, that. They, I mean, they do. I met people I knew that was like 18 and didn't know how to wash clothes. But that's not <laughs> But um, it was like, do you skip that? So I had one guy tell me like, all right, well, I'm going to pay the mortgage, which is the bigger bill, and you pay the necessities, and you cook. I said, hold up. You're not about to put that on me. Okay? <laughs> the reason why you're not about to put that on me is because he's like, well, you cook now when you die. I said, first of all, my 14-year-old, she can cook me and her a whole meal. Okay? I've taught her to cook meat, starch, and veggies. So with that being said, why can't you cook? He was like, well, you know, whenever I've been in a relationship, they cook. And I said, that's fine. That worked for you in that relationship, but this is something yeah. different. Oh. I said... If we're going to go off of how our grandparents live completely, we're going to go off how they live completely. So I guess you're paying all these bills. Yeah. yeah. If I'm going to take care of the home, yeah. in a home, yeah. everything yeah. in a home, yeah. you need to take care of all the bills yeah, in a home. That. That's a whole different that's conversation. What it, that's what, not just saying this in general. So when he, he said that, I said, well, you know what? And I, I tell everybody, money is easy. Okay? Money is, e giving money is easy. Time, exerting time is a little bit more challenging. So with that, I told him, well, you know, all right, well, I'll just have somebody prep our meals. Why somebody got to prep them? I said, if <laughs> our money accounts for that and we can do that, we should be able to do that. Yeah. Um, and he's like, well, I just don't. Th I said, you know what? I'll pay the mortgage or the rent. You pay all the bills and you cook. <laughs> That it shouldn't be no problem, right? It's fine. Oh, I guess so. Oh, look. We're going to either learn how to do it. Well, on the flip side, I asked another man the same question. Oh, you could cook or I cook. We cook whenever we feel like it. And, you know, we'll figure it out. Yeah. It's like, why, though? And then that's the difference between the one that was raised single mother was the one that wanted you to cook. The one that had both parents in the house. Was the one that like we'll yep. figure it out or we we'll have somebody cook for us. Yep, yep, yep. 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 There's a there, mm. there's definitely a difference in that, and we're going to make a bonus episode, guys. <laughs> this conversation is so good, right? <laughs> we we have to, right? So different if you want the the bonus, you're gonna have to tune in um, to that one. Um, but we're gonna cut real quick. Come back. We're gonna jump into the bonus one. So until next time, it's your boy Zay. And it's your boy Rashad. And this is the Wrong Purpose Podcast. Tap back in with it. See you then. Tap and tap it. Tap into your purpose. Tap and tap it. They act as if we see no hear no speak no evil. They act as if we see no hear no speak no evil. We tapping into purpose. Tap and tap